today that I'm an addict, 100% without a doubt. Yep, you get, you get withdrawal. So I didn't think that, like, I've never been addicted to anything in my life, ever. Even, like, naughty things that you do when you're younger. <laughs> but um, I thought, I've recently I've been drinking a bollock load of coffee. Just, I think it's through probably through boredom. It's a go-to thing, isn't it? Yeah, like for it you, like, oh, like for me, I do it when like I'm a bit bored. What, coffee? I'll just you go drink coffee. No, I'll go and like <laughs> find something to eat, like yeah. crisps or a chocolate bar, and eat shit food just because I'm a bit bored and I'm not even hungry. I don't even feel, like need it. It's just, yeah. a, it's just to fill a space of like in my brain. I can l- move away from my desk and do something that's not absolutely sitting there doing my shit. So I was drinking. Usually I'll have like a cup of coffee in the morning and then maybe one when I get home from work, but there's not been a lot on in the old work department recently due to something that everyone's aware of. Um, So I've been kind of like drinking five, six, maybe more cups of coffee yeah, a day yeah, yeah. and I was up because you get home as well like and you're just like oh Did I'll you? have a cup of coffee oh I'll have another cup of coffee oh I'll have a nice cup of coffee with that biscuit go, oh. yeah. and then like I was getting like uh, I suppose it's like acid indigestion like pains in my stomach and I thought to myself I wonder what's causing that so I was reading up about it and there's like do you smoke I was like no and it's like excess spicy foods no like loads of, like, they're talking like loads of alcohol no they're not doing that so I thought, mm, caffeine, it looks like it might be the caffeine. So I scrubbed that and then th- I scrubbed that on. So what's it? It's Friday today. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go. went cold turkey on it. I went cold. I thought it's just a cup of coffee. So I stopped drinking it's coffee on Wednesday. One, though, woke up it? on Thursday and then, well, it's just coffee. Woke up on Thursday and I felt like I was dead. And then I went to work and I was like, oh my God, I feel horrific. I was drinking green tea instead. Which has no caffeine in it. It just all. tastes like piss. I mean, that's probably a sweeping judgment, but. Well, yeah, I mean, fruit or like you know, herbal tea isn't, it's is not going to substitute the taste of coffee. That's it's gross. The thing. But it's, got, it doesn't it's feel not like gross because I think coffee's gross. Yeah. I know, and to me I don't is, mind like herbal tea. So it's the only hot drink I'll have. I don't like normal tea with so, milk. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sort of broaden my horizons in the green tea world and persist and maybe only have one cup of coffee a day because I felt like sh- properly, properly well, like, like oh, shit. I've got another, I've got another he- <laughs> headache today. I was like. Another? It's been one? Well, yeah, yeah. One you, long headache. No, you said yesterday I've got a headache, and then today you were like, still got a headache. And I was like, and I saw that you'd had green tea. Yeah. And it reminded me that you would like Piss. stop taking coffee. Dr- taking it like it's you a drug. You can take coffee. Take well, it is <laughs> a drug. Drink it definitely, coffee. definitely is. And um, I was like, oh, that's probably what's causing this. Because you've had that before where yeah. you've not had enough coffee for the day. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh I've got God. a headache. Really, what, you, what you've got to do is just. Have don't one. go cold turkey. Just have one yeah, or don't two wine house yourself. a day, and um, and just limit yourself to that because I can understand why your body was a bit like eight, you know, eight or six, six coffees More a day normal. or whatever. And like. what I was doing as well when I was putting coffee in, I wasn't putting like one co- like spoonful. I was doing like one mounded one, like heaped, and then like yeah, another yeah. half oh. in a normal coffee. Like so you go, yeah, you go an extra like too extra too far with the caf- the caffeine. But I tell you what though, I've like. Drinking alcohol, I've gone on like benders for like weeks upon weeks before, you know, like back in the day. And I've never, ever, ever felt addicted to anything in my life, not even alcohol, which is something that, you know, you drink all the time, loads. And um, stopping coffee, Jesus. I was like, it's withdrawal? Yeah, 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 totally. Because you, <laughs> your body's like, wrong with me? immediately, the first thing you do when you get up in the morning is you brush your teeth and you make yourself a coffee. That's like your first go-to thing to do. That's your routine. Yeah, man. So you put the kettle on and then you go up, brush your teeth. Yes. And then whilst you're brushing your teeth, you get your cup ready or yes. whatever you do. And, Save them and minutes that's in it. the morning. And that's it. You, that's all you 
that's actually that that's straight away your first intake the actually the only thing you really have yeah i don't eat throughout the day. the day other than maybe the odd fucking greg sausage roll no that's is, they're, they're gone them days are is well you do you said you had a greg sausage roll yesterday yeah, or vegan <laughs> sausage roll but whatever they're but, fucking tasty, but you just have a you have a you have your coffee and that's all it's in your body so of course when you don't put it in there your body's like i didn't uh, think it would though i really didn't think it would and it did I, I remember when we gave up sugar, it was similar. Like, my body was just like, what? Yeah. Like, what maybe, are you doing? What are you maybe. doing? Where's the sugar? Where's the sugar at? Bad news. So that's my so uh, coffee you addiction. You can have I'm well, gonna have you one. can have one or two cups That's what day, I'm going to yeah. do. I'm going to have one in the morning and then that's it then. And see how we go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so El Deco is our sponsor. They are indeed. We're just going to go straight in there today with it and just uh, talk about you going on over to their social medias and uh, doing yeah, all the brilliant. lovely Everyone stuff. Knows what Every, doing. I mean, to be fair, everybody does all the good stuff anyway. Like, there's no doubt, diggity doubt about it. So we just really no want to... No diggity doubt. No diggity doubt. We just carry on. Yeah. Please do. And... Um, yeah, you it's know, brilliant because, like, obviously, we just ask you to go over and just tag in, like, us in their pictures or whatever, so we can see that you're interacting. And that's how you get into the runnings for winning do. some loot. But also, you know, if you if you if you fancy it go on and purchase some as well that's obviously massive if people tagging us in the fact they've post you know actually got the got the products and we've gotten them onto their product yeah um but also but yeah shops in us you can get it really easily there um in the uk or uh, outside of the us the best way to get hold of it is either on mexgross.co.uk or on amazon amazon you can get you can get it um i think someone said the other day they were like, oh, that, thanks for saying it was on Amazon because now yeah. I feel like I can really easily get it. I think, yeah, 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 you can. I think, although in the UK, you can definitely go on Mex Grocery. It is the better way to purchase it. I think there was, there was a point, it was like a period, like not so long ago, but it was quite difficult to get hold of. But then I think them times are changing. Yeah, not at all. Like Jeff from Amazon's making, getting yeah, these days. Literally, get as soon as I, uh, the first time, you know, I wanted to get some, I was like, I didn't, I didn't really want to crack into the, the yeah. thing they sent us because that was all for, 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 for listeners for listeners so we were like okay so i went straight on amazon and just bought bought because i wanted the thing is with amazon you get next day can't you yes so um, they make it so easy i was talking to somebody yeah, at work yeah. about it today, it's a bit more expensive on amazon but you get it straight away yeah, but you're paying for the convenience but yeah. i was talking to someone at work and he's he's a bloke who's about 60 and he's like how hard is it to set up amazon and he's like old school and i was like mate it's a piece of piss and i said but the thing is my only problem with amazon is it's too fucking easy too easy. I get things like Rubik's cubes come through the door. Yeah, which, like, what the fuck? which literally you left in my office and I yeah, put it on a shelf. You get <laughs> smashed on the Saturday night or something, and then you go, I'll buy a Rubik's cube, and then it comes through the door on Sunday. And you're like, what's what? going on? Why did I buy Why that? Why did I buy that? <laughs> and then you just don't use it. Um, so yeah, just uh, get get going, purchasing it if you if you if you would like to. And head over to their social media. And medias. head over to their social medias, which is at Lucateco underscore hot sauce on Instagram. Do it. And at Lucateco the hot sauce official on Facebook. That's, That's it. That's a mouthful. That official. One. So is that does that mean there's some imposter? Well, sometimes when I'm tagging them, there are some like other really? Lucateco things what? that I accidentally sometimes oh, nearly tag. Is it the, like the affiliate of them? I don't no, I don't know. I should really check that out. But um, but yeah, make sure you go to the right. <laughs> I would think is I always tag it all in all our social media posts, so it should be really easy to yeah. go and check out their social medias, check out their YouTube channel. They got some f- fucking brilliant recipes over there. Like I get inspired by their shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like the, some of the stuff they make looks so good. So I'm like, 
uh, I've made a few things that they've that they've yeah, yeah. posted some burritos, mm-hmm. some uh, s- I think there was uh, skirt steak burritos. We still need to try El Yucateco popcorn. Like Apparently that's, that's, that's amazing. Something, that's something I'm going to make um, this soon. Yeah, Let's do it this weekend. I'm going to I'm going to do a social post around that as well. Oh so really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll give you an honest lowdown. Yeah. Apparently it's really it's according really to. I'm doing. I'm going to do my own like approach on it. I might do a couple of versions to see what tastes the best. Indeed, Aruna. Um. Uh. So the we have a Teco champion this week. Our is super our weekly our super giveaway. tagger for our last super, week. It was. Uh, um, well, no, it was this week. Super tagger this week. Grafting away. Grafting away. And um, her the name of this person. And I was, honestly, I looked the other day on on our Instagram, and I was like. There's so many like notifications, and this goes mostly from one person. Um, Brilliant, that's what we want. Which uh, is this is why they're this week's winner. Yes. Um, and their their name is I'm just gonna double check that I get it. I right, know who it is. Is Lou Bruce? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, this person just went ham. They like went ham on on not only ours. Oh, you could take her on ham. And El Yucateco, but also <laughs> re- retro vague. So Lou. Oh, really? Did she as well? Yeah, I think so. So Lou Bruce. Okay, brilliant. You, um, you're the, you're uh, the, the Teco, Teco champion, of the, champion of the week. And you also, uh, you know, no retro vague, which is great. We're not chucking a retro vague <laughs> sticker for you yeah. because you've been doing that Because you've been well. doing that. So retro nice vague. Seg- yeah, nice segue to retro vague. Um, like we know what we're doing. Retro vague is obviously our second sponsor. Um, they are an, an amazing um, uh, sort of 80s clothing brand. And they also do things like mugs. And laptop cases, loads of shit. and phone cases. Did you see that Pennywise the Clown? Pennywise that the Clown. That was amazing. That, that, but the old school, like eighties, yeah, yeah, obviously, because yeah. it's eighties. Not going to be the new one. So you know this stupid bitch yeah. ass Pennywise the Clown from what, what year did that come out? Whatever oh, year. Don't know. Proper one. Suit, yeah, that yeah. film scared the bollocks off me when I was young. Yeah, and then when scary. I watched it again as an adult, I was like, mm. Oh, it's like everything though, isn't it? I was same with The Shining. Terrified yeah. me. Um, but so yeah, go on over there to um, at the retro vague at the retro at the retro vague on uh, Instagram and just retro vague on Facebook. Yeah. Um, again, tag us in in any in any possible tag you know comments you're doing, just yeah. so they know. Well, that it's you a retro vague competition coming up. That's ca- yeah, competition. we do just it like week away. week on week off. Yeah, like that's if, coming next. So that'll be next, next week. week. Yeah, and we give away hats and all sorts of fucking amazing stuff and flash giveaways sometimes yep so there we'll be ramping all that stuff up uh, on our instagram hopefully if if we uh, find the time because we're busy (laughs) people to be fair but um yeah so cool get over there do that shit do that shit uh so got some shout outs i I thought this week i'd shout out um the the rfe chat group oh yeah yeah just because to be fair that's it's hilarious well, to be there? fair that's what i've been quiet in there yesterday yeah because, yeah, yeah because i felt like shit oh yeah because yeah. i'm that's a smackhead and i can't go a day <laughs> without, yeah, i can't go coffee. i can't go um, one waking hour without having well, a that's it, you were like i want to record headache. the podcast tonight i was like nah mate if you feel shit there's no, no point yeah true so um so that's josh uh, cj courtney stephen michael leah and duncan they're all amazing. You could have given Rob a shout out then. Well, well I'm not giving Rob a shout out. He's barely ever in there. <laughs> <laughs> a, and it's hilarious. You, you listen to that message he posted the other day. So no. he did one message and he was like, because his phone is fucked. He couldn't post it and he the could hear never him blames his tools. getting more and more angry. You could hear him like finger bashing the phone <laughs> trying to post the message. Was, I haven't heard it. I'll have to look, go back and try um. and find it. it was, I mean, it's not going to be hard to find because it'll be one of Rob's. But, yeah. Um, and hilarious and there's going to be another Josh is going to do another 
um, like chat, chat in the in our I think he's doing Facebook that on group. Sunday and it's Sunday gonna, morning. Yeah, he's getting up at like five or six well, AM because of the because the Australia's yeah. bloody Aussies. He, and if there's no Aussies turn up in that call, he's well, gonna be mad. I went through the group and found out <laughs> yeah, no, I said to him, mate, don't do it. I went through the group and found out all the Australians like, yeah, here they are. So he's tagged them and was yeah, like, Are yeah, you yeah. in? Because if you're not in, if you're I'm doing not, stuff, there's, yeah. then there's no point in getting, getting up, up at seven o'clock in the morning. I think he's decided on seven AM for his time. It'll be half past ten by the time. I think he's mid, uh, he's like mid central Central American time. Don't so pretend you know what you're talking about regarding time zones. I do. And um, obviously, fucking. I don't know. Uh, no, forget Australia's it. like just all the way it. off in the Australia future. doesn't even exist according to that. It's <laughs> fake. Um, also, what I reckon you should watch this week, uh, a couple of films I've. I was just I was trying to think earlier. I was like, what have I watched this week? I feel like I've watched some cu- a couple of good things. Um, so, Signs. We watched that the other night. That's like a classic film. Yeah. film. It's not like classically old, but it's like, I love that film. Um, it's, still it's, pre- a, it's still pretty. It's, it's like a brilliant film. like 15 years old or something. It's a brilliant film. It's probably older than that, I think. Nah. Oh, no, no. Because that girl's... Cause that little young yeah, girl's yeah. in it. Um, Bo. Wicked name for a kid. Yeah, she, she's so good. Can you just she knock a kid out quick? So just call well. it Bo. Yeah. And just sell it. <laughs> just sell, sell the it kid. Sell it to China for the organs. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no way we've had a kid called nah. Bo. And a lot of dough. Nah, I'd rather not. Um, and then Flight of the Navigator, just because that's a good 80s film, just to it, tie that back into Retrovague. We might have to tell Retrovague to do fucking oh, Flight, a Flight of the Navigator top. top. Yeah. That would be wicked. Compliance. Compliance, yeah. And then, um, so Podbelly, we're part of the Podbelly Network. Hell yeah. So we've got some uh, shout outs for the... Um, the network. The network, other, ne- other network members. So uh, there's a brand new podcast on there called Mindframe. Yes, my um, frame. Which I think, to be fair, it's been on there a little while with maybe a prologue or an intro, but now they're like releasing chapters and it's like um, a sci-fi kind of novel that's being narrated by, and it's, for, it's from the, the same guy that brings you Sofa King, so yep. Dave Moten and Brent Van Tassel. So they have worked together, obviously they worked together on Sofa King, but they've worked together and Dave, well, da- Dave Moten's an author and he's, he's, he's also a written, tenured professor. Oh, well, he's a fucking smart motherfucker. Yes, so um, it's an absolute belter. Yeah, yeah, so go check that out. And then also Graveyard Tales. Hell yeah, Graveyard uh, is, Tales. Is another one. Well, it's nearly Halloween. That's yeah, something yeah, the Americans a, like exactly. apparently, isn't it? They go mad for October. So I never even know it's Halloween until it goes. Head on over to podbelly.com. It's like Easter day to me. <laughs> fucking what? Oh God, we have that conversation about Easter every year, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, so go on, you know, you know the drill. Go on over to uh, podbelly.com, check out the network tab, check out, uh, you know, and even if if you want to be really super, super supportive, nice listeners, go on over to some of the other podcasts like Instagrams yes. and give them a follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Say hello from us. Even a review. Yes. If you've not given us a review, do that as well. But like, uh, give, 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 give them a review because that, all that shit helps out, man. And um yeah, and we, you know we're we're part of that network. We want to help grow it. So absolutely, and get, get us on our social media. I'm sure we can figure that out. Um, I think uh, that's us done for. I, our I think intro. I actually managed to get through. I do it all. Fifteen and not minutes miss it and thirty-eight out. seconds. Was, You're all right, and we didn't miss anything out. We've got a winner. We like said you all can the do it. Really you can do it in fi- in ten minutes. It's like I don't know if that's possible no, with a bit of rambling at yeah, the beginning. We do. You've got to have a ramble. Have you? a ramble. Yeah. So today, hell yeah, what we got? 
Uh, oh, that was loud. I oh, know, I was just checking the <laughs> volumes. <really well. laughs> I should have done that before I pressed record. I, I was thought, like, Whoa. I was looking down at the thing. Where am I? Am I redlining? That'll do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm talking about Hollywood murders today, and then I'm going to move on to a specific case called, oh, like uh, called well, the, the case, the lady within the case became known as the Black Dahlia. That's quite a famous case. Been asked to do that a few times. Oh, you have. So it's, no, that's we okay. haven't done it. But oh, that's okay, cool good. that you. Oh, I panicked then. I no, was no, no, shit. <laughs> no, 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 because it's like a taster. You can do a taster. So like um, another one we've been asked to do before was O.J. Simpson, which I didn't realise. I knew what obviously what happened, but I didn't realise how much of a, a big deal that was. Yeah, it was all a bit mad, wasn't it? It's a mad car chase and like. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, a bit bit of a nut nut job, isn't he? So. Um, <laughs> and now he's on Twitter going mental. Yeah, he is a bit of a nut job. <laughs> So, yeah, because there was something on Netflix, actually, about... It was kind of about his lawyer. His lawyer? What's his lawyer? There's fucking... Oh, oh Ka- a Kardashian. Was it Ka- Kardashian? Kim Kardashian's dad like, yeah, got OJ Kard- Simpson off oh, for, for fucking murder. murder. And he wasn't even like a what? criminal lawyer. He was like, fucking some <laughs> random... <laughs> like, he w- like, yeah. We should do a pod yeah, on it. Yeah, maybe. Because like, probably speaking... Compl- I don't know anything about it, really. Yeah, so... so probably, that's probably not even true what I just said. So I'm going to do a couple of like, now these, these murder, I was going to call murder, this, this episode murders in Hollywood, but actually it's, (laughs) they're not, not all of them take place in Hollywood. So it was a bit misleading. So famous people, it's just famous people who are super famous from Hollywood, you know, that Hollywood scene who get killed. Yeah. Everyone loves, everybody loves a murder. Well, it seems to be that everyone loves loves a murder, murder, but everybody's like a famous person getting murdered. Oh my God. You always say to me. All the true crimers are going to sex piss and froth at the gash. Yeah. You always say to me, do murders because people love murder. They love murder. And then also do cold cases because they love cold cases. So I've done, I've got two, I've got three murders and a cold case for you in this episode. Stabby, stabby, cold, cold. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to start with uh, Giovanni Versace. Oh, ah. That fella. That fella. So, um, yes. G, G, what, G, Gina, uh, Giovanni Versace. Giovanni Versace. Maria Versace, Ma- since like his middle name's Maria, was born in the city of um, Reggio in Calabria, um, in Italy, on the 2nd of December. Can you imagine if he wasn't born in Italy? Yeah, yeah, he's just fucking Oh, you fake, come on. <laughs> Uh, so he was born in 1946. Um, he was an Italian fashion designer and uh, founder, obviously, of the Versace um, International Fashion House. 46. And they would produce, uh, ex- you know, they just produce accessories, fragrances, makeup, designer home versioning, designer clothing. Um, also, he would do, and I suppose the Hollywood part of it comes in, where he did costumes for theatre and also for film. And then they become like crossover and become like socialites, don't yeah, they? You yeah. always see them like hugging out and John or chilling with Mick Jagger or something like that. And it's just like, whoa, now you're in the, the paparazzi circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and after opening his Milan boutique in 1978... Versace quickly became a sensation on um, the international fashion scene. Uh, his designs kind of um, encompass like visit vivid colours, bold prints, lots quite of money, very sexy cuts, uh, lots of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which kind of were quite at the time were quite like a refreshing contrast from what like had prevailed it. Um, what was that? Say the seventies was that? Seventies, yeah, seventy-eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. end of seventies. I think like fashion was kind of like it sort of exploded. Well, I say obviously fashion's been around since the caveman days. Well, obviously, but yeah. I think in the sixties it started to get a bit because like in the fifties and forties and that it was uh, like well, yeah, some really cool looking people, but there was, was nothing like really like shocking. Like the idea of shocking yeah, was yeah, like yeah. ankle length yeah. skirts. Well, and the sexy cuts as well. So yeah. the prevailing kind of 
Yeah. Burp. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> if you were Robbie, would you just let that go? Well, I don't. I can't do outwardly big burps because I get acid reflux. Well, I'm always frightened that it Rob might. Gets told it gets told off when he burps loud. So we should do. Oh, okay. <laughs> do people go, what are you burping for? Well, that's it. I told you, Rob. That's the way it is. Um, <laughs> but the the prevailing kind of fashion before he sort of came on the scene was kind of muted and like yeah. a bit boring, I suppose. So Needed a sort of a shake up. Yeah, his aesthetic sort of combined sort of the luxury, kind of luxury, but with kind of like a sexual sexuality sort of tie-in. Okay. So, and this kind of attracted him lots of praise, but also lots of criticism. And and, and that's where the, the sort of, you know, the uh, the fame comes into it, because if, if your clothing bit, is, atta- is attracting... Yeah. It's a bit like McQueen, is a bit kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's someone I want to do a podcast on, because I think he's well, quite an Steve interest- McQueen. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if like Steve McQueen or like Versace didn't like become... Like famous and like like Versace was, or Steve McQueen was just like a plasterer or something like yeah, that, yeah, or a bricklayer. Yeah. <laughs> well, like he's. Cl- I think the story of McQueen is kind of close to the, ma- him being that going that direction. It, makes, so. it does make me wonder, like when you when I'm at work and like whatever, and there's some geezer doing something kind of building site, or I'm like, you, I look at him, like, you never know, man. He you could have been like a really good guitarist back yeah. in the 1970s. He might have been in Black Sabbath for <laughs> I know, and then left. Like the bloke who left Queen, and he like works in a bank or something. Yeah. Unlucky. This will never go anywhere. Freddie Mercury joins. Yeah. <laughs> so the Fuck. So the the high powered friendship started coming along with his fame. So this is kind of where he started making ways in, in Hollywood. He was friends with people like Eric Clapton, yeah. Diana, the Princess of Wales, really? Naomi Campbell, Duran Duran. Oh yeah, Duran Duran. Kate Moss, uh, Madonna, Elton John, Cher, Steve, Tupac. Tupac. Uh, and many other celebrities. And he was one of the first fashion designers to link fashion to music. And it's like, I suppose, he's, as far as as uh, like modern day, say modern day fame goes, but you know, you know what I mean? It's like he was um, a famous fashion designer. I don't know whether they broke into sort of them sort of circles before. They were just like, you know, you have like a famous fashion designer who just at home. And well, like, they were sort he's of like, let's fucking party! Yeah, he, beca- yeah, he and his part- partner, Antonio de, uh, Amico, were sort of regulars on the international party. Yeah, that's what thing. I mean. Like they were proper loving life. And he goes home, um, designs her like a pair of sunglasses, and then just goes out on a piss for six months. <laughs> yeah. Skills. Don't and by coffee. 1997, so this is obviously a fair, fair few years later, he had 130 high-end boutique, um, boutiques, fashion boutiques around the world. Skills. Um, and Versace was a global fashion oh, yeah. titan worth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eight and eight hundred and seven million dollars. What him personally? Well, the the or brand, the, band. the brand. Well, yeah. either way, then, like, in the early nineties, that's that. What early to mid nineties? That's a lot. It's still a lot now. It's still a lot now. <laughs> yeah. So sitting on top of such high stakes empire, yeah. which he actually ran with his sister Donatella and his brother San uh, Santono, Gianni um, needed a place to he could retreat to and relax. So. Um, yeah, because obviously from the madness of of the shit yeah. he was running every day. So and and whilst on a trip, where did he? Where was this like place then? Well, we're on a so whilst on a trip, we've seen it. Whilst on a trip to Miami, South Beach, in 1991, he found this haven. So he wanted a, a getaway, and he a went getaway. to Miami. He went to Miami. <laughs> yeah, I want a getaway where I'm left alone, Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, so that's what? where that's where he ended up buying a place that was his kind of like retreat. Yeah. Um. And it was 
and we saw it when we went to Miami. So on Ocean Drive, I, is, yeah, that, is, is that correct? Yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah. hell, look at me, man. I can remember things. Yeah, we walked past it and had a look. Oh, we no, were, I looked oh, and went, that's, that's bizarre, fucking... Because yeah. it's like labelled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a chalk outline on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's where it happened. So <laughs> seven years on from this time where he found this house in 1991, um, Johnny woke up in this haven on right. on, on, a, on a day like most others. Uh, and which is a 10, this house was a 10 room, three story, 1930s Mediterranean style mansion located. L- literally looking over the ocean. Yeah, located at, um, very specifically at 1116 Ocean Drive, a quieter part of the popular Miami Beach resort. I thought that was quiet. Um, yeah, it's quite uh, lively to me. It might be, it might be quieter than LA. It's probably quieter than LA, yeah, let's probably. face it. Dro- so, or was it like one of, Miami was like the cocaine capital of. Of like the um, galaxy in America, wasn't it in the eighties? Yeah, and he well, goes, yeah, yeah, that whole blow yeah. film was about. Well, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so seven. Uh, so after yeah, seven years on, this is. Um, so he came back to hit from Florida to his mansion to relax. No, not from Florida. They came back to Florida to, to his mansion in Miami to um, partner with his partner Antonio at around. 8.30 in the morning. So like I said, this was just, this was, this day was like every other for him. He was chilling in well, his yeah, fucking mansion. You don't with his, to get murdered, do you? With <laughs> his, no, with his dude. And, um, just a normal and day. He, he would often get up early. So it's yeah. around, like I said, it's around 8.30. That's and early. well, for someone who doesn't have to get up, it for is. Someone who's <laughs> partying until 4am every day. Um, Versace took a stroll. To, and this is uh, July 15th, 1977. So he took a stroll. 97, surely. 1997, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> not 77, 97. I wasn't going to say anything there. I thought, I'll let that... Nah, I thought, no, it can't no, be. No, no, that's not right. <laughs> 1997, uh, he took a stroll in the morning, hmm. as he often did, um, to the news that's cafe or well, the local shop and the, the fucking there, corner yeah. shop, mate. Yeah, he's going to get some milk and bread. Uh, and he went casually out there in his white T-shirt and his fucking black shorts or whatever he was wearing, his sandals and socks probably, and strolled down the street. It, was, um, it wasn't unusual for locals to see him. But they leave, did they leave him alone? I'm guessing he probably guess didn't so. get mobbed. I don't know. I don't Morning, think Versace. Him. Yeah, like he was just Morning, like... Morning, lads. I think he was like a character that people were aware of that they, that he, you know, they were... He was always out there enjoying Oh, yeah, the it's community. like old, uh, that geezer from uh, um, ELO, uh, Roy Wood, see him down the pub sometimes. Yeah, yeah, just, he's just enjoying the local community Crazy that he's living bloke. in. Uh, so he often stopped at a cafe to buy magazines um, and he'd yeah. sometimes splurge and buy an or- himself an orange juice. Wow, there. I mean, you got 800 million quid. OJ. Yeah, OJ, get some OJ, Simpsons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on, on, but on this morning... Uh, he bought, just bought some magazines. So he went down there, bought some fashion magazines and newspaper and whatever else, and then headed back home, which was about 10 minute walk away. Um, so Versace got home and started opening the gates yeah. into his oasis. Yeah. Uh, he hadn't been gone very long because right. it was before nine o'clock still. Whoa, um, okay. I don't know the ins and outs of this. Is and, his, and his partner, De Damico, was just inside. Um, oh, did he see sipping it? Oh, coffee oh, on no. the veranda. Coffee, smackhead. Yeah, fucking smackhead. I know your pain, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but before he could step inside, this is Versace, a stranger came out of nowhere dressed in a grey T-shirt, black shorts and a white hat yeah. and carrying a backpack and uh, basically <laughs> shot Versace in the head, what? point blank range, 
with a uh, 0.40 caliber handgun. I don't know what that means, to be honest. I've no idea. Josh? <laughs> yeah, it's a gun that kills you if you get shot yes, in the head with point it. point black range. Shot um, him in the head. In the face, mate. In the face? Back of the head and the cheek, I think. Oh, my God. Um, and oh, my God. Just basically, well, you're not going to survive that, are you? So Gianni fell to the ground, shook a little bit. And Did stop it? moving. Just a bit of According light. to eyewitnesses oh, of saw. the brutal shooting. Yeah, yeah, this is fucking people. This is ocean drive. I know, mate. I thought the pe- I thought that like whoever this geezer was, like took him on like no, no one's looking No, no, just just stepped out, shot him oh, and fucked off. Apparently nerves. they some some witnesses like chased after the assailant but didn't catch him. Brave. Fuck um, that. He just shot a man in the head. So, I mean, he's like you say, he fell to the ground and wiggled a bit. He's not going to do much else, is he? Because he really. just got shot in the face. Spilled some claret on the floor. Spilled a lot of claret on the and floor. Start to smell. Um, his partner, Adamico, re- re- recounted, obviously afterwards, this blood and that his blood turned could, cold. Could you imagine that? That's like your, yeah, yeah. your boyfriend. As he heard, because apparently there was like stained glass, so he didn't see. Thank God for that what happened directly as it happened but uh, he heard the sound of the shots obviously and he and his and their butler oh as, as you do as you do jumped up and yeah. i'm like gesturing yeah. a lot right <laughs> now my hands around like a flappy bird <laughs> uh, jumped up and ran to the doorway yeah to see what happened oh, awful. um he saw apparently he says he saw Gianni lying on the steps uh, with blood around him and at this point said everything for him went dark cuz just as you would if you'd seen me be sh- been shot and they'd been together for something like 15 years or something. So it's they were like awful. long life partners. And uh, and apparently he was pulled away, I'm guessing, by the butler and didn't see any anything from what? that point. Yeah, that's on. smart. That's a smart move. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a well smart move. You don't need to see that. You don't need that. No. So Gianni's killer yeah. was a 27-year-old serial killer what? named Andrew Cunningham. What? Cunningham. It's not Cunningham because there's no G. Cunningham. Yeah, Cunnilingus. Andrew Cuntyhead. Andrew Cuntyhead. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Cuntyhead. So he was a serial killer? Yeah. Was this like his crowning I'm glory? I'm going to tell you why he did. Fuck! Yeah, so he was a Filipino-American, Italian, raised in San Diego. Um, he reportedly had quite a high IQ and could raffle off details, facts, uh, that sort of had a seemingly photographic memory, maybe a it's little like a bit on the spectrum. Yeah, maybe a bit on the spectrum. Um <laughs> And uh, so Cunningham, Cuntingham, Cuntingham, Cunningham, Cunningham, Cuntingham, we'll just call him Cuntingham, (laughs) Cuntingham, uh, lusted after the high life and often uh, pursuing Uh, older, wealthy men. So he was gay, obviously, because he's pursuing men (laughs) um, and was later sort of described by Vanity Fair as a, a gay gigolo down on his look. Oh, right. So that's kind of after, after all this. So happened. we've been trying to. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So he's like a, a he's like a hanger onner. Is that what you're sort of saying? Well, he just it's yeah. associates he like a parasite. He, yeah, he can't he, do it himself. Associ- yeah. So he'll just yeah. I'll just hang around with people that can. He, yeah. Fucking wankers. So one of the biggest question marks left behind when was whether Versace and Cunningham, Cunning, Cunning, Cuntingham, Cuntingham. <laughs> <laughs> had uh, known each other previously. Well, that, that some sources claim that they did. Give me a quick hand, you. And that, that he, that Andrew, I'm just going to call him Andrew. Andrew had yeah, met Versace um, in San Francisco years before. But he met, I don't know. But the Versace family was adamant, have always been adamant that that's not the case. How do they know? Because let's, say, know. let's say if I get murdered on the doorstep, right? And it's a guy and he says, oh yeah, me and Tom have been shagging for ages. And you're like, no, no you haven't. I would have known, but if I was being dark, yeah. having a, you know, I would lived a double life, 
and I was having homosexual sex in the <laughs> woods at night and you wouldn't know, then you'd, you wouldn't know. Yeah. But one thing's for certain. Um, Andrew was on a rampage in the spring of 1997 uh, with four murders between April 27th and May. So he killed four people before he killed Versace. So in like quite a, quite quick succession, like within like a month or something, was that? You said uh, like between April, April and May. So he so he killed. So I think they. I th- I'm sure I read that they classed him as a serial killer. I yes. can't remember the parameters. So it's but more than a month then. It's uh, between April and when he killed Versace in was it July? Uh, yeah, in well, July. It must be more than a month because otherwise it's you're more, not a serial it's, killer. It's like over three months. He killed like five yes. people. Um, yeah. Now man. I've scrolled out and I don't know where <laughs> I was. Damn it! <laughs> so it's like he's a hanger on. Yeah? yeah, he's a hanger on, uh, and they're claiming, or it's the Versace family are saying that he has not. He, they've never. They yeah, didn't no. know about. Did they know about him at all? No, no. They said, well, they, they claim that that they'd never met and that they were not in any way, con- you know, like had any connection with one another at all. Their their family is sticking by the fact that it's a completely random. What's Cuntingham saying? Is he saying? Does he? Does he say? Well, he, he does. Well, I'll tell you. Oh God, <laughs> he's dead. So Andrew's killings began in Minneapolis on the uh, April twenty seventh in nineteen ninety seven with the murder of his close friend. 28-year-old Jeffrey Trail, uh, and they'd had an argument yeah. in Trail's apartment, the two of them. Yeah. Andrew stole Trail's gun right. and bought it and didn't do anything with it, just but nicked bought, it. just nicked his gun and took it to his second victim's apartment. What? I know, it's confusing. Um, so, and said to, to, uh, to his mate, Trail, if he wanted his gun back, he'd have to come and get it, basically. It's almost like he's framing him there. Yeah. On, so, um, so then, so after weird. that, he on the arrival of Trail, so Trail, and these guys are post, supposed to be best mates, right? So no, he's just not suspecting. So anything. on, yeah, on they just had a Barney, right? So he's he's come round to uh, this guy's David Madsen's apartment. So that's where he took the gun mm-hmm. and um, beat Trail to death with a hammer. Beat him to death with in a hammer in front of Madsen, who I think oh he God. was dating. So I think he's dating a guy called. David Manson. Uh, the, the, these ones where people get killed in front of so someone. He, so he's basically like savagely kills this guy yeah. Trail in front of this other dude, who's Mads, that, who's da- uh, David Mads, Madsen, yeah. with a fucking hammer. That's the thing, man. Them, them stories from all the ones of that, they're, they're horrific where like um, someone, someone gets murdered in front of another victim and you know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And horrible. Oh, my God. You wouldn't believe it, would you? Yeah. So the second killing. What the fuck am I seeing? Um, so, sorry. Back, just back a little bit. Back on, up, motherfucker. Back up. On, so on April 29th, so a couple of days after he, that he'd killed Trail in front of his, his, his yeah. like boyfriend, Mad- yeah. Madsen, um, Madsen's co-workers were concerned about the abs- his absence from work. Uh, so he, they visited his apartment to check on him. Right. They yeah. discovered Trail's body there, Whoa. rolled up in a rug and in placed rug. behind the sofa. So oh, you'll never, they'll never find it. I never love when they wrap bodies that. in rugs. Never <laughs> going like to find invisible. that. Invisible. Was it Harry Potter rug or something? Which, this is a bit weird. Trail's watch had stopped at 9.55, believed by th- authorities to be the time of the killings. Like, what, just watches, why does his watch stop just because he, he, he must died? have had one of them special electromagnetic hammers Maybe. that killed him with, that interfered or with the court's just, action yeah, on his watch. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird that. Um, so the second Unless killing... smashed it. In that he put his, maybe he's put his hands up to like defend himself and he went fucking wallop maybe, and yeah. clobbered his watch and maybe. then went time of death. Who so knows? the second killing was um, 
33-year-old David Madsen. Yeah. Authorities believe Madsen remained in with in his apartment with Con- uh, Andrew two days after trials. So they'd lived with this body in the apartment for two Why days. Why didn't he just fucking run? I don't know. Because he's just scared I as fuck. I think he's just kind of nuts. As one neighbour witnessed both men in the apartment elevator on April 28th. So they were seen the in the apartment build. Yeah, so the 27th was the murder. They're seen in the elevator on the 28th together. Yeah. And they're also seen together walking Madsen's dog on April 29th. Oh. Right, so invest- investigators initially treated Madsen as a suspect right. in the tr- in the trial in Trails murder, but the Madsen his family basically insisted that he was being held hostage by Andrew Cunningham. It does sound like it. It does so, sound like unless he's got some crazy mad well, Stockholm syndrome but or something. On May second, chilling with his hostage. So this is a few days after Madsen and Cun- uh, and well, Cuntingham. Cuntingham were seen north of Minneapolis driving in Madsen's jeep and eating lunch together in a bar. So they doesn't sound it like sounds like they're kind of getting. Doesn't sound like he's being held under no, captive. Doesn't does it? Um, unless he's kind he of might just be really scared. You never yeah, know. Could be. But you'd but be thinking you'd be looking at someone going. Uh, Someone help me! I just seen him hammer a guy to death. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. But then, what? What were we? What were those fucking crazy ones we were talking about with the with the, the fucking Candyman guy and those guys that just went along with it? Oh yeah. And yeah. you see them like after like when they're like oh, uh, Wayne Henley and the yeah, other kid, like, fucking hell. with Dean Coral. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah so anyway, but people do mad shit for the people that they're terrified of. Terrified of, yeah. Fear. Um. So the. They've seen eating lunch on the 2nd of May. Um, the following morning, yeah. Madsen's body was found <laughs> on the east shore of the R- of Rush Lake near Rush City, Minnesota, with gunshot wounds to the head yeah. and back. So he shot him in the fucking back, the prick, with the 40 caliber gun that he nicked from Trials' uh, the, apartment. Yeah. So his first, he's basically used his first victim's gun. To kill his second victim. Mate, how do we know that, that that second victim actually saw the guy getting bludgeoned to death? Because he might have been complicit and then just been chilling oh, with I him. Don't, yeah, I, d- I don't think that can be known because he... Because yeah, that's he what died, I mean. so doesn't sound like he, yeah. it doesn't sound like the actual it's probably, terrified it's person. Just, it's just, I suppose, what they're trying to. I mean, you, it's, it's likely you, that he was in the apartment before the you know yeah. whilst he was being you know killed maybe he, was maybe he, said, he, he attacked me so i defended myself with a hammer who Let's fucking knows wrap him up in a bl- in a carpet chucking me on the sofa so um, so off. after killing madsen his second victim on may 4th cunning and cuntingham drove to chicago cuntingham. um illinois and killed a 72 year old lee um mcgillen oh, completely going crazy going mad and this is this one's fucked does he know him this lee i don't it? know I don't know. Marbles, so a prominent real estate developer, yeah. um, he bound Milligan's hands and feet and wrapped his head in duct tape. Oh, it's a Fred West classic, that is. And uh, then he Put stabbed... Put tubes up his nose so he could breathe. He stabbed um, <laughs> Milligan more than 20 times with a screwdriver. Whoa. Slit his throat with oh, a hacksaw. No, no. So he's got... A hacksaw. He's gone and got his fucking, like, you know, his, his tall chest yeah. and gone gone to town with him jesus and a hacksaw yeah you and then s- there's no slitting with hacksaws. no you're like that's what they're called hack hacking his throat with a hacksaw and uh and then stole his car oh as you do as you do gotta get away somehow so, so he's done that he's moving on he's <laughs> <laughs> he's uh investigators note noted milligan's uh, 1994 green lexus uh sedan missing from his garage garage oh, yeah. 
uh, and found Madsen's red jeep, so the jeep that he is, yeah, he just the previous guy's jeep, right, on the street near Milligan's house. So right. yeah, he switched up uh, cars. Switcheroo. a switcheroo. Switcheroo. Uh, Milligan's Lexus was equipped with a car phone. Oh, back in the back day. Back in the day. It's one of their massive ones. Yeah. Um, which, according to um, cellular records, was activated on May 4th. So he used this phone. Yeah. Um, don't, doesn't say, didn't say who he rang, but um, authorities began monitoring this phone's activity, obviously, yeah, and found it was also active activated on May 8th in Philadelphia. I'm to triangulate the signal. And again on May 9th near Pensgrove and Canary Point in New Jersey. So he's moving around a fucking bit. Uh, f- fuck knows where these places are in relation to each other, but uh, he's moving around. It's kind of like... It's not Miami. It's not sure. Miami, yeah. It sounds like the top bit of America, <laughs> not the bottom it's, it's, bit. It's kind of New York State end. That's a fucking hell of a drive down to Florida, it isn't is. it? So on May 9th in Pennsylvania Township, New Jersey, so this is New York, right? at Finns Point National Cemetery, Cunningham Cuntingham. shot, Cuntingham shot and killed 45-year-old caretaker William Reese. So oh, he's, he's gone shot, mad. He just he's got, just killing a random person. Just, he just killed a random person. Later that day, when Reese didn't return home for a dinner, his wife visited the cemetery to check on him, found the caretaker's door office uh, ajar, with the radio playing inside. So she then called the police thinking this was odd and found Re- and they found Reese shot in the head by the same pistol that he uh, used to murder Madison. So they've obviously... Shot him in the grave so they in, know the, it's him in the cemetery. They know it's him because the same gun. Horror movie shit, man. So unlike Cuntingham's other victims, <laughs> <laughs> um, whom were killed for seemingly personal reasons, author- like authority believes Cunningham, Cuntingham murdered <laughs> Reese simply for... His 1995 red Chevrolet. Wouldn't it be easy just to hold the gas station up and like I get some know. fuel and then just drive away? So Cuntingham took used his truck to drive to Florida, That's basically. Yeah. Maybe he thought they knew that, that knew that he was being like like being looked looked for by the feds. So he was like, oh, I've got to yeah, switch. Yeah, totally. I've got to switch my uh, yeah. He knows he's, he knows car. he's on the fucking radar. Let's so just kill this guy, and nick his car. Yeah. He got died for a car. Just asking for the fucking keys. He, he's starting to get wanted by this point by the FBI. So if you're an aspiring murderer and you need a car, just ask somebody yeah, for the keys. Just, just give, just don't point a them. gun at them. Don't have to shoot them. That's a bit out of order, man. Well, I don't think he cares. Naughty. Well, he doesn't care. Naughty. Obviously. He's very naughty. Really naughty, man. So on May 12th, um, Cunning, Cunnington, Cuntingham, Cuntingham. I, I keep reading the word I've written and it's like Cuntingham uh, began uh. staying at the Normandy Plaza Hotel in Miami uh, Beach, Florida, where he paid $29 a night in cash. Yeah. Um, mega money. Mega money. So on June 12th, he was listed on the FBI's t- 10 most wanted fugitives list uh, while a manhunt unsuccessfully focused on... Reese's uh, stolen truck that uh, Cuntingham used. <laughs> the killer hid in plain sight, basically. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> For two months, they're spending too much time looking at the truck, well, not looking. They've, at they've got no thing to go off. No, they, true. That. They can only go off what they they know, and the yeah. location is. Is it? Well, it's the vehicle in it. That's yeah, the exactly. obvious thing. That's the thing they know that he nicked. Yeah. So Cuntingham totally used his own name to pawn a stolen item on July seventh. Which, uh, despite kind of probably knowing that police routinely check, sounds the like porn shop because po- the pawn shops are a bit dodgy, aren't they? So they c- routinely check their records, especially when sh- 
strange shit like this going oh, down. Oh, you mean like for like stolen goods coming in? Like people get their house yeah, burgled yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they just go and nick a load of laptops and offload them in yeah. the porn stop. Yeah, yeah. Or gold or jewellery. Yeah. Loads of jewellery goes missing and it all yeah. of a sudden turns up in a porn shop. It's you a know. place to wash your cash, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. So on July 14th, uh, seemingly out of money, Cuntingham checked <laughs> out of the hotel he was staying in without paying the last night. You know what I mean? All twenty nine dollars. All twenty nine dollars. Maybe you knew he was going on a fucking mad, and he just didn't care. He's like, Maybe. I don't care about your twenty nine dollars. I killed people. I'm shooting them in the head. I don't care about your twenty nine dollars. So, um, yeah. so on July twenty third, yeah. um, Oh no, sorry, on July fifteenth, that's when he goes to Versace's house and kills Versace bang, bang. at point blank range with the same gun he used on the fir- his second yeah. and fourth victim. Okay, so he doesn't shoot them all. He hasn't yeah, got a pattern. Yeah, yeah. He's just so he 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 fucking hammers the first guy to death. <laughs> he uh, shoots the second. the second in the back. Yeah, and the back of the head. Dumps him by the he, leg. He takes the third victim's like toolbox and goes to town with a screwdriver and a hacksaw. Stabby stabby hack stabby hack. stabby hack hack. Then he shoots the guy Another in bang, the, ca- bang. the caretaker yeah. in the head, and then he shoots Versace wow. in the head. All within a three month. People are fucking, fucking mad. insane, man. They so are. on July 23rd, yeah. so not long after 1997, Cunningham's body <laughs> was found in a luxury houseboat, which I'm thinking he's staying in un- unwantedly so. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's just found an empty houseboat to stay in, basically, because he's not got any money owners. anymore. Um, probably shot the owner. No, he didn't. Um, <laughs> so he's staying in that houseboat in Miami. So they found, the ca- apparently the caretaker reported hearing gunshot and then uh, told the police. Kurt Cobain himself. They found him, that he'd shot himself in the he head with the same pistol he'd used to fuck up, fuck up the, the rest of them. <sighs> what the fuck? I mean, the, the things like some of these. But like, why? I don't... Like, it, we're, like, we're like Jeffrey no, Dahmer. There's no real like reason, I don't think... That's known yeah. why he killed Versace specifically. Just for the crack of it, he's just a famous maybe person just, to yeah, get his maybe name just, in the books. It's like the geezer, yeah, was it Chapman? He shot. Maybe, he's, it, maybe he knows he's on his way out, and he's like, I'm, the final dude I'm going to fuck fuck up is is a fucking famous on one. Books. It's like you know when you see like like the pointless killings. I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm on board with killings that are pointless. You know, if you're like Jeffrey Dahmer and you're going to make like a bone I'm on board with shrine that, yeah. of skulls and shit and you're pickling bodies, there's a reason why he's doing what he's doing. You may not understand and it's completely crazy, but he's telling you the reasons, they're the reasons. Yeah. This guy just randomly shooting people and hammering them to death and hacksawing at them. What, 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 why? I don't know. What's that? Why? Yeah, why? I got, God knows why. At least write a note and let it's us know. Like that, it's like that. What was that mad Mary, that mad's family next door yeah. thing on Netflix? Why? Because who he was won? fucking like, that bird. Yeah, but who won? No you one Nobody win. No one won in that scenario. He went to prison forever. Nearly got fucking. He nearly got the death sentence. Yeah. And his family got deaded. Only, and break. that woman's just like, what the fuck? It's like a psychotic break, isn't it? Or like people oh want God the fame knows. and they who just kn- go fuck oh, it. If I, I just kill know. everyone and then Versace. I might get a bit of fame out of this. God knows. And then shoot yourself. It's a fucking to right pickle this one, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So the next killings I'm going to talk about. Are Go on. Very, very famous ones. Go on. Very famously unsolved. Oh, yeah. It's Tupac and Biggie Smalls. Never heard of them. Never heard of those guys. There's some mad conspiracies around that. So Namely, I didn't. I didn't. Still. I didn't. Oh well. I didn't go into the conspiracy side of it. I no, only no went need. into the because mer- there's quite a lot. They're episodes in themselves. <laughs> yeah. That that. I mean, if people like 
want to know the conspiracies around Tupac and Biggie Smalls, let us know and we'll, we'll do it. But. Well, F- Fidel Castro apparently helped Tupac retire to Cuba, got him out of the country. Oh, okay. Also, he ran to Mexico. His, his body double got shot. There's loads of fucking ones. So anyway, I'm going on the facts here. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. For sh- like what we fa- know for they're, sure. they're facts, man. Okay, but you know? okay. Lives right. with Fidel Castro in Cuba. All right. Maybe, did. maybe he does. Well, isn't he dead? Yes, oh. but you know. <laughs> so, Tupac. <laughs> so, Tupac, uh, Shakur and Biggie Smalls um, obviously were pretty tightly wound together, these deaths. So, Tupac, I'll start with. Gangland shit, innit? Yeah, yeah. Bloods oh. in the crypts, yo. Yeah, exactly. So, Tupac was born um, Lausanne, Parish, Crooks, apparently. In June um, 1971. You probably and pronounced known that wrong and you'll get some crazy probably. fans going, what? You said it wrong. You said it wrong. Uh, and apparently uh, he was known and, uh, by this name until 1996, uh, which after that he became better known by his stage name, Tupac, and also by his alias, uh, Machiavelli. 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 Mm. Machiavelli. Machiavelli, yeah. See, I'm, 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 I'm a massive Tupac fan. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Um, he I don't think there was a bigger deal over here as they were. I mean, maybe, they were maybe. big, but I like think would, and it's also if it's not your kind of music either, you might not be like you're going to know way more about Kurt Cobain than you are about Tupac. I don't know a lot about him. You do not. You, well, well, you do. You I know, know more about, about him than Biggie Smalls. Exactly, because that's the kind of music you're into, and I that's the sort, that was someone that you look you looked up to. <laughs> but anywho, so he was American rapper, songwriter, and actor. And is considered by many to be one of the most influential rappers of all time. So they say. So they say. Um, Much of Tupac's work had been noted for addressing sort of quite contemporary social issues at the time um, that plagued the inner cities of of the US um, and was considered a symbol of resistance and activism against inequality. So he'd be be well loved today for that kind of shit because that stuff's still going on. Um, So Tupac became heavily involved in the growing East Coast, West Coast hip hop rivalry between 1995 and 96. Um, His double disc album, All Eyes on Me, in 1996 became certified diamond by the R... I double A. Is it's, it's diamond like bigger than platinum or uh, gold? Uh, it's, it's big, I think. It's apparently. I'm guessing so. The Recording Industry, no, yeah, Association of America. Oh, so it is. Is that is that who certifies these big things? Did diamonds and platinum? Have a diamond record. Well done, God Mr. No, Tupac. I don't know. I'm rubbish for that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the fall of '95, Tupac became, uh, sorry, was behind bars. Oh, he's, whilst, bit, he's inside. Whilst appealing a conviction for sexual abuse. Yeah. Uh, which he always maintained his innocence regarding oh, these charges. Do. Of course he did. He had no money at that time for bail. Uh, but Marion um, or Serge Sh- Knight. Shug Knight. Oh, was it Shug? Yeah. Oh, okay. Shug Knight. Um, and Death Row Records offered to supply the funds to bail him <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. So Tupac then signed a three-album deal with the with the recording record, no, yeah, the record label. With this label, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were like, because uh, like Suge Knight was like sort of arch enemies again with um with older uh, P Diddy, wasn't he? Oh, was he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> th- I did. I didn't know that. Thank God you did know that because I, I know a little, a little bit, a little, little bit. So following his October 1995 release from prison, um, Tupac returned to California. And began making music for Death Row. Yeah. Um, in August 96, the Don 
oh, Kilinonati, the seven day theory album, I'll just say that's probably easier, was recorded and mixed in just seven days. Uh, given that it's a seven day theory album, I met that makes sense. Back like now, it's, it seems like artists take forever to record albums but like back in the day they're doing in like a, smash, a day they smash them out didn't just they because yeah, like yeah. d- I know like Queen did that didn't they like fucking smashed just out do a whole album in like 12 album, hours yeah. um, but so the, by the summer of 96 um, Tupac was wondering where his death row royalties were since Shug's pocket man in Shug's pocket since his return to California the hits he'd been putting out had reached uh, over 60 million dollars in album sales you would think that wouldn't you but he'd seen very little of that money. Yeah. It's coming, promise. Yeah. And then so he gets fucking whacked. Tupac remained loyal to Death Row in public. However, Tupac was reportedly interested in signing a new label as he had completed his required amount of albums with Death Row Records. Oh, uh, so he's like, almost like a free agent. So, well, he, yeah, he can like re-sign. And he, he although, like but he said... But he's a cash cow as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wants... Of course, they all want the cash, don't they? But I, I think there's a whole thing about yeah, but sh- record but sh- labels really fucking over artists. Oh, they always say they get fucked over, but yet they're always driving Lamborghinis and helico- flying helicopters and, and landing them on their mansions. Yeah, but they're, they're like, oh, is it their stuff or is it the record labeled stuff? That tends to happen, though. That's the thing. So um, They rob me. Give me $50 million <laughs> house, mate. Calm down. So given Tupac's ongoing success, Knight uh, or... Shug. 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 Have you never heard Suggers. of Shugay? Shugay. Have you never heard of him? No. He's a crazy, massive madman. Oh, okay. So Shug Knight um, and Death Row didn't want to lose him as a client because he's obviously very, very Well, he's popular. making so much yeah, money yeah. for them. He's making fuckloads of money for him. And we'll give him a chuck him a dime by the sound of it. Yeah. Make him live in a nice house and not actually own it. So on August 27th, um, Tupac fired David Kenner. Um, which was a lawyer for Death Row who'd taken on Tupac as a client when he signed on to the record label. Oh, um, right. He felt that being rep- like this guy representing both the record company and him, there was a conflict of interest there, which, which there is. You got, you were, he's, he's, how is. How is that ever not well, going to be? Okay, if if he ever really had co- a problem with Death Row Records, how is, how is that lawyer going to be? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Do you know what I mean? How is yeah. they... Yeah. How is that? So that's why he did it. He, but apparently... Well, that sounds like something's going to happen because if you're getting rid of him, you're like, well, why are you getting rid of him? Conflict of interest. What do you mean? Why? Hang on. But then apparently a lot of Tupac's mates, yeah. friends, whatever, in the business were saying that that was a mistake. It sounds like but it. He, that's what he decided to do. So Tupac <laughs> was also at the time in quite a serious relationship um, with um, uh, Kid, Kidada Jones, uh, I don't know, some famous fucker, <laughs> and wanted to start a family. Uh, so not everything in Tupac's life at that time was about work. He was like wanting to, and he's only quite young at this point, in the like, mid twenties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. after a trip to Hawaii, uh, Tupac was to return to Los Angeles on the seventh of September. But um, him and Kidda first went to Las Vegas. Did they go to like an award ceremony or something? They went to. Uh, so they went. They joined. Say his name again. Shug, Shug Knight, Shug Knight, and Mike, uh, Mike Tyson boxing in yeah, that the was MGM it. Oh, that was it. Yeah, Grand yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hotel. So no him way, and Kidda uh, went travelled to yeah, LA. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, Vegas. Las Vegas first. So Kidda helped Tupac pack for the trip, 
Two backpack. Two backpack. <laughs> and when she asked him if he wanted to bring his bulletproof vest, which he often wore, Did he, he answered that it would be too he- uh, hot to wear it. He wore a bullet. I mean, he didn't wear it. This he, is no, no. It's not the fact yeah. that he didn't wear it. It's the fact that they were saying, "Do you want to put your bulletproof vest on?" Us <laughs> in the crypts, man. It's dangerous fucking life to yes, live. Yes, it is. So Tupac watched um, the fight ringside with um, Sug and Tyson. Yeah. And uh, and Tyson won the match in less than two minutes. So as he did, as Just he did, steamrolled in. So in the cas- apparently in the casino afterwards, uh, Tupac fought with Orlando yeah, Anderson, um, yeah. a Crips gang member. Yes. Um, so Anderson was pushed to the ground apparently and kicked and uh, fucking whatever. And the security guards intervened and pulled them apart. However, no official complaint was made, and everyone involved just fucked off didn't wasn't it like wasn't like um a lot of this came was it was it puffy at the time i think he was called wasn't he like really in with like one of his main drug dealers was uh in the was a crip i think and i think the the the, they took it on their own back to whack tupac i think oh well i mean there's lots of theories i mean yeah but um so tupac returned to his hotel room to see Kidder Jones after he um, to change clothes. He then uh, left to head um, her to head to Knight's house. So it's Shug. Shug's night. Shug nights. Um, and then uh, he and Shug got into a BMW to travel to the to Club Six Six Two. Yeah, which somewhere cool, I guess. It's like a party after party shit. Uh, Tupac was scheduled to perform at the club to raise money for a gym that he that wanted to help kids avoid violence. So, Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. And he's um, doing it. Do you want your bulletproof vest? No, no I'm just going no, to think right. anti-violence help kids yeah. and then you get shot to death. So the bodyguards with them weren't armed because uh, the necessary permits for their weapons hadn't been filed. That's fucking crazy. They're arsed with permits. So, it's so like gangland shit. It's oh, gangland. no, I've got to get a permit. Yeah, so while on the road, um, a white Cadillac... Pulled yeah. up alongside Knight's BMW, a gunman in that car fired about thirteen rounds, yeah. um, hitting Tupac four times before the Cadillac sped off. Knight, whose head had been grazed by a bullet, yeah, man, he got close. Um, then drove away in the BMW. However, uh, the vehicle didn't get very far because it was his tires had been blown out. So uh, it ca- you know came to a stop. Um, That's the thing that ma- people say. Like a lot of people saying, like Shug was some way responsible for getting yeah, him I mean, whacked. He, he, got, he nearly got, got his got head shot. fucking yeah, shot I did off, think man. That when I was reading that, no, um, I tell you what, what you need to do is shoot me really closely really, in the head, really close to the I head. I want the bullet just to graze my skull. I can't imagine two moving cars, three no. th- thirteen no. bullets flying around. That ain't gonna be easy to. He just got lucky. He didn't get shot. Fucking hell, that's terrifying. Yeah. So police and emergency personnel were soon at the scene, as you would. would. And in 2004, and now this is sort of, you know, people sort of recounting what happened. Yeah. Uh, 2014, sorry, a retired LA cop, not LA, LV, LV in the Las Vegas cop, said Tupac told him, fuck you, when he'd asked him who had shot him. That was his last words? Well, that's this, that's what he says. Oh, right. Uh, in other accounts, Tupac's last words included, I can't breathe, help me, help I'm me, dying, man. Yeah, 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 I was imagining that's probably more like it. <laughs> so Tupac was taken to hospital where he would go through several surgeries. Uh, his right lung was removed and uh, he was placed on a va- ventilator. Wasn't he dead? Didn't he? Like, he no, he lived for six days after. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. So... Um, Kidder Jones' um, family and friends flocked to the hospital to see him. 
Um, and unconscious Tupac was resuscitated once before his up, mother directed the hospital personnel not to do so again. So it's her fault then. He died on September 13th, 1996, six days after he'd been shot. Hmm. Then um, it was Biggie's turn. So theories about the shooting have included Crips after the revenge, yeah. Biggie Smalls um, arranging a hit, or Knight himself seeking to prevent Tupac from leaving Death Row Records. Don't believe that one. But all denied any involvement. Uh, the truth behind Tupac's murder has never been uncovered. No. Fully no. uncovered. Um, at the time of Tupac's death, apparently, Death Row calculated that he owed the label. What, Tupac owed He them? owed them $4.9 million, and that bail money was included in that tab. <laughs> they got I fucked. mean, I'm not sure, though, because he's made you $60 million fucking... Dollars yeah. in yeah, no. fuck off. No. Don't don't buy that. Um, his time with Death Row also included lots of confrontation and uh, controversy before he died. In the song "Hit 'Em Up," which came out June 1996, Tupac claimed he had slept with Faith Evans. Yeah, did Biggie's witnesses the wife of uh, Christopher Wallace or Biggie Smalls, That's what I um, you, also bitch. known as the Notorious B.I.G. No, um, no, Faith Evans denied any affair. Of course she did. But this didn't keep Tupac from taunting Wallace with these allegations at beef, the MTV Awards it's in 1996. Beef. It's probably beef. nothing but yeah, beef. Yeah, it's just beef. Um, and the main suspect, so Orlando Anderson, a member of the California-based gang known as uh, Southside Compton Crips. Oh, she's checking That was phone my phone. Um, was the prime suspect in the murder of rapper Tupac. So he was the prime suspect because they'd had an altercation earlier that night. Yeah. Um, and yeah, after sense. Anderson, uh, sorry, Anderson denied having anything to do with Tupac's death. Of course he did. And was never charged with the murder. Uh, obviously not enough evidence. So on May 29th, 1998, age 23, he was killed yeah. in a gang related <laughs> shootout. Yep. At the time of his death, Anderson was in the process of starting his own record label. It's just like fucking Lee Harvey Oswald getting shot that. The geezer that is potentially or knows something about it. Ah, well, get rid yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, get rid of him. Um, so another suspect in Tupac's murder was obviously his MC rival, Christopher Wallace, or better known by his stage name, <laughs> Biggie Smalls or Notorious B.I.G. The Notorious. Uh, so however, on March 8th of 1997, he attended an after party hosted by Vibe magazine yeah. on the uh, Quest Records at the... Pertson Automotive Museum in West Los Angeles. Yeah. Other guests included Faith Evans, uh, a lot of some of these people fucking I don't know. Fucking people. Aliyah, Sean Coombs, and just fucking stars. Members they? There of, you the, go, Daddy, members of the Bloods and Crips. Of course. Um, yeah. In the early hours of the of March 9th, Wallace left the party with his entourage uh, in two GMC Suburbans. Oh, cars. They're in cars. Some big cars. To return to his hotel after the LA police uh, police fire department had closed the party down because it was too crowded. Um, so Wallace travelled in the front passenger seat alongside his associates, um, Damien, DeRock, Butler and <laughs> Little Cease and the driver, Gregory Young. So Biggie's chilling in the front. Man. So he's chilling in the front. Sean Coombs travelled in the other vehicle Puffy. with three bodyguards yep. in the Behind Why them. has he got three? Don't know. He wants three. He, <laughs> he's he's paid, like he knows. paid for three. <laughs> Two SUVs were trailed 
Uh, the two SUVs were trailed by a Chevrolet Blazer carrying... Well, shit was out of control at this point. Bad man. Boy Records Director of Security. Well, yes, so I mean, shit was serious. Had, people were getting was, blasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of drive-by shootings, apparently. Um, yeah, people were like, there's like legit fears. Like, th- there's there's no joke. This has spilled over into yeah. like personal and like Tupac's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So, but, so he left the, cl- the museum at 12.30, I think. And by 12.45, the s- streets were crowded with people... Uh, leaving that event and Wallace's SUV stopped at a red light yeah. on the corner of Wiltshire Boulevard and South Fairfax Avenue, bang, bang, bang. just 50 yards from the museum. See, they didn't get very far. You're not going to. So um, watching him A dark there. coloured 1994 to 1996 Chevrolet, apparently, Impala, Impala SS, pulled up alongside Wallace's SUV. The driver of the Impala, a black male, because obviously there's people in the car who didn't die could, could, yeah. can like put, yeah. you know, put some kind of face to a name, I guess. Yeah, they, absolutely. They can't because they didn't. But well, they know what fucking happened. They know what he looked like. They, were there. they know he was black. Yeah, um, in rolled, the car. Rolled down the window, drew a nine millimeter blue steel pistol and fired at the Suburban. Um, four bullets hit Wallace. No um, way, and Wallace's entourage rushed, rushed him then from there to Cedars uh, Medical Centre where doctors performed emergency uh, tracheotomy. No luck. Uh, but he's pronounced dead at 1.15am. Fucking hell. He's 24 years old. For music, man, and gangs yeah. and drugs. It's not worth it, kids. So a, co- a post... And this, this, this information was released many, many years later. But according to his autopsy report, three of the four shots fired were not fatal. It was because he's so massive. They just so got the first bullet left his... Um, yeah. But it hit his left forearm and travelled uh, down toward the wrist. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. The second hit no. him in the back, missing all vital organs and exited through his left shoulder. Yeah, um, just, uh, the just third, p- fucking painful. <laughs> yeah, the third bullet hit his left thigh and exited through his inner thigh. Wow. Um, so just went straight through the leg. And so, the, and but the report said that f- that the last bullet um, was yeah. the one that fucking done him. Done him. The fourth, uh, it basically, uh, the fourth bullet was fatal, entering through the right hip and skirting several, uh, s- sorry, striking several vital organs, including his colon, liver, heart, oh and the upper lobe of God. his so left lung. So it bounced around on the inside before it hit his. So it went in through his hip. Um, hip up Fucking through bounced. his torso, up to his shoulder. No, it didn't come out. I no, it think. bounced inside him. It, well, it hit a load of shit so inside him. Yeah, yeah. like a yeah, pinball yeah. ball and just went... Just wrecked so him. So that, that one fucking wrecked him. You Every shot in your in there, your. I don't think there was any coming back from that. No, it doesn't sound like it. It's one bullet. Uh, so Wallace's death was mourned by fellow hip-hop artists and fans worldwide. Um, rapper Na- Naz uh, felt at the time that Wallace's death, along with Tupac's, uh, that... It was nearly the end of rap at the time because they were like the big hitters. It's getting fucking scary. Who wants to do that? People are getting murdered. Yeah. Uh, s- Fuck s- that. Sug Knight. Is that, is that right? Shug Knight. Shug Knight. Sorry. Uh, How do you not know? I don't know. I just don't. I'm not into that scene at all. So, Saros. Uh, so, co-founder of Death Row Records has since been accused in the murders of Tupac and Biggie Smalls, along with um, known Bloods affiliates. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And for also conspiring with uh, corrupt LAPD officer David Mack to kill Wallace and make both deaths appear to be the result of rap rivalry. Well, there was the, one of the main suspects that 
shot Biggie ended up getting shot himself. He got taken out as well, like you were saying about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like some guy called Poochie or something, oh, and he got blasted. Yeah. They as all well. seem to get blasted, man. Yeah, interesting. So there is also speculation that Tupac and Biggie's murders might have been the result of the East and West Coast fuel uh, you feud. You don't say. And motivated by financial gain by record companies because the rappers were worth more dead than they were alive. Maybe. Because these, these albums are going to go. Because Tupac had recorded albums. Yeah. That they released after his death, so they went mad shit, mad crazy. Yeah. Because he, you know, he's Absolutely, dead. Yeah. It's like an artist Elvis that dies, isn't it? He's more money dead now than he is alive. So, anyway, shall we have a break? Yes. break and uh, I'm going to talk about the Black Dahlia now. The Black Dahlia? Why, yeah. is, she, why, why is she called the Black This is, I don't actually know to be fair, it didn't, didn't really say like, it's, it, 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 might, it was it, um, from what I know I think about, it's because of her hair colour and her I, skin. I, no, it's a film. It was from what I heard because of no, I, Black I Dahlia is like a f- old, like a film way after this happened. No, it was about um, it was something about Blue there was a film called Blue Dahlia something oh, like okay. that and like like, f- from what I... It's, I I've only have, like, cursory information because I haven't done any research on this at all. No, um, I, and something, I, I something research... Something like I, I sort of research the kind of, like, like I said earlier, the sort of... The, the gist the, instead of... Not uh, the gist, no, the... Um, the kind of actual like recorded happenings. Like okay. I didn't go into kind of like sure it was about a film storytelling. Sure it was about a film. You know it was mean? just a wordplay on a film, something like that. I think it was just something that the the, the press did and they adopted the blue you know, Dahlia the film. But she had very dark black hair with like yeah. porcelain white skin and blue eyes. So she sort of was quite and apparently rotten teeth, which is something I read. Yeah, I was like, oh, rotten teeth okay. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> to be fair, it was nineteen forties, so it's not that back in the day, I suppose. You mean not back in the day? Nineteen <laughs> forties. Well, but it's not like <laughs> Back anyway, anyway. So um, <laughs> the name of such said lady is actually Elizabeth Short, right? Um, and she was born on July 29th in 1924. Oh, this is well back in it's well, not back in the day. It's <laughs> nearly a hundred years ago. It's not that back in the day. Well, back in the day. It's only 96 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she was born to uh, Cleo and Phoebe um, May Short in Hyde Park. Uh, not in England, in Massachusetts. Um, Hyde Park's literally a park. It is. In uh, So Cleo and Phoebe lived in uh, 115 Salem Street in uh, Murford, Massachusetts. Uh, she was uh, the couple's third daughter of five and um, the, her family called her Betty. 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 Uh, so Elizabeth was, she grew up uh, to be an, what was described as an exotic beauty. But it doesn't um, sound that exotic if she's got completely white skin and black hair. <laughs> well, wow. She, no, but she had striking blue eyes, um, black fair, hair. Because be usually fair people don't tend to have black hair. You know hair. what? I'm going to take that back because because you do see... It's like Snow White, that basically. It, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, There is something about really, like like you say, porcelain white skin, which does make you go, whoa. But with, with that contrasting dark hair, though, which is usually like people with that yeah, kind of really fair skin have red or blonde or you know what I mean so she was just a when you were saying exotic I was like no we're not Brazilian exotic yeah exotic. no it's maybe not the, maybe it's not the right word and if you're she, Brazilian she'd be exotic she ex- well exactly yeah <laughs> 
there you go. So um, she was known to be uh, quite vicarious and like flirty as she was growing up. Uh, Elizabeth attended Mer- uh, Medford High School until June of 1940 when she decided to move to Hollywood in the hopes of becoming an actress. And she as became many, a corpse. As many did back then and um, and still probably do. So Cleo and Phoebe became quite estranged. So this is her parents around the time that she uh, decided to move to L.A. or to Hollywood. Um, And apparently the federal census uh, shows that Phoebe was the head of the household. Right. um, In that year. So rumours circulated that uh, Cleo faked his own death. Uh, his own suicide and abandoned his family, which uh, was all a bit bollocks. Uh, I think it was saying these facts are in entirely uns- unsubstantiated. Uh, right, okay. It's just stuff that's out there. It's just some stuff that people rumours, yeah. And apparently, in actual fact, Elizabeth's father left money in a trust to help Phoebe care for the girls, the, the five girls. Um, and before off, he fucked off and moved to uh, Val- Vallejo, California. I don't know if that's said right, but whatever. That's what I'm calling it. What do you mean? You didn't check the pronunciation of it? Oh, and I can't. You can't take the pronunciation of every single fucking word. I do. No, that's just. A, I do. If I don't know a word, <laughs> I, I go into it. And if it's like a crazy <laughs> Russian right, word. All right. All right. Sounds If it's a crazy <laughs> Russian word, then I'm like, we'll just call it Smirnoff. Uh, so Elizabeth wrote a letter to her father asking him to send money from from Massachusetts so she could go and live with him in California. Uh, she made it to uh, Valjo, but her relationship with Cleo was quite strained, so she didn't last there very long. Um, he wanted his daughter to stay at home at nights. Yeah. Smart, smart man. Uh, so Elizabeth, dri- apparently she drifted south to Los Angeles um, and was arrested for underage underage drinking at that point. She's a bit of a fucking party animal. She then. was. So after that arrest, Cleo kicked Elizabeth out. And oh, she that's the best thing to do. Yeah, if your did, child yeah, goes yeah. out drinking if underage... If they go AWOL, then you just if, kick if them you, out. If you suspect that they're um, becoming a bit reckless, the best thing you can do to them is completely abandon them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you said... I don't know if you kicked her out or said, now nah, you, you're going back to your mum in oh, right. Massachusetts because that's where she returned to her hometown in yeah. Buford. Medford. Uh, in 1944, Elizabeth experienced uh, apparently some um, respiratory uh, com- problems and she um, brought on apparently by asthma and bronchitis. So she was... There was old-timey illnesses back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. So she, she, when she the visited the doctor, um, apparently he advised her to move to warmer climate during the harsh Massachusetts winters. And it does get pretty brutal there, from what I know. Fucking hell, yeah. That, like ice that, storms up, up and that, shit. Up that way, it's well cold. Well, that way. Um, so Elizabeth moved to Florida, apparently, where she met uh, a guy called Major Matt Gordon Jr. I could see him with goggles on his head and a flight jacket. Yeah, yeah, his flight jacket and all that. So the pair frequently exchanged letters, and before long, the two fell in love. Uh, Matt p- uh, purchased a wedding ring, apparently, and planned to marry Elizabeth uh, short. But She's a young catch. However, it was not meant to be, as he tragically died in an aeroplane crash over <laughs> India <laughs> on August 10th oh, in 1945. I'm not laughing at that, because I, I don't know who, you didn't say he was a pilot, and I just went, I can imagine it made... Well, he might... He, uh, yeah, yeah, no, he, that's yeah, why, in my mind, I pictured him like that. Well, and he's then <laughs> some kind of, you know, war goer. So. He's flying a fucking aeroplane made out of wood yeah. with <laughs> strings holding two wings together. It's 1945, so oh, it's the war. Oh, 1945? 
1945. That's Second like World War, isn't it? a couple of years before the aliens crashed at Roswell. <laughs> so it's yes, exactly. So it's not just a paper aeroplane. Yeah, in. Pretty much. <laughs> so Elizabeth kept um, apparently a telegram in her scrapbook from Matt's mother who offered her condolences to the would-be bride. That's like um, Facebook of the day, wasn't yeah, it? A yeah. scrapbook. A scrapbook. Oh, fucking scrap that book more like. Yeah. Elizabeth returned to Los Angeles after her fiancé died, where she hoped to become a movie star once again. Ah, um, right. Though she had never worked in the film industry up to that point, so I'm not sure, so sure she's she... She's a chancer. Uh, she's a chancer. She's going for it. Uh, well, everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah, you need to just... Yeah, you got to go for it, man. If you don't chance, go for it, then you, you might... You never know. So there was some speculation that Elizabeth um, posed in nudes, nude stills. Oh, what's wrong with that, actually? Um, but no such images ever surfaced. I I applaud that. If, if you've got a... <laughs> she must have a bar. Then if you've got a bar, get it out. Even if... Look, man, just do it. Who cares? And um, apparently she was <laughs> living... Kind of like our uh, fucking Isdal woman in various um, oh. hotels in Los Angeles. Was she a prostitute? No, I don't. Well, th- but who knows? Not. It's not anything. I, the, the only thing I said that was said that was that she could possibly have uh, posed in some nude photos. But um, she, okay, yeah. Uh, so Elizabeth mm. possessed um, apparently a black book that contained the names of seventy-five different dudes. Uh, under the assumption, under the assumption which many women did back in the forties in LA, uh, that she dated for dinner, so she like dated men just to get f- get a feed. Yeah, but then the blokes were like, oh, I fancy having a bit of poon. So, well, has she gone through she seventy-five men to get so seventy-five see, apparently it Big seemed Macs? Like she Sounds had, quite she extreme. She always paid her bills and her and like oh, fair play to and her. her hotel rooms. She always paid paid her way to the people in the beginning, the people she owed. So she was getting money from somewhere, but seemingly didn't work Fucking either. Fucking that woman. Maybe it's her. Maybe it is. So she ended up having uh, apparently an affair with a married man named Robert Red Manley. You don't do that back then. Um, that so outrageous. Elizabeth developed strong feelings for Red, uh, but he apparently was just using Elizabeth to test his the affection of his wife. So he's like almost dating her to try and make his wife jealous. Well, he sounds like a lovely sounds fella. Sounds like a lovely fella. Sounds like a, a you know a diamond geezer <laughs> who's uh he's <laughs> what the fuck? So I'm gonna do a, a spot of psychological yeah, fucking warfare yeah, over it. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just to fuck people up. What? So in uh, apparently in early 1947, um, Short needed a ride back to LA um, to a job interview. Red Red helped her get. So she's so getting a li- what with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, she got in the car with him, and the, uh, yeah, because she because she like she was like fancied this dude. Okay, she no, it like, just sounded like you were going like we're zooming no, into no, the murder. I'm like, no, so no, he's no, in the car. Zooming. No, from from the time of like 1946 to 1947, um, she sort of bounced around living with various like friends, various um, men, and no like female friends, and she sort of made a a, a transition down to San Francisco. Where that's where she met Red, uh, you know. So she's in San Francisco, needs to get back to LA, uh, due, and so he offers to because he apparently has set up a job interview for her what to was, try and help her out. What was the job? Acting? I don't know. It could be anything. It could be audition. It could just be any kind of fucking job. You know, do do something to make right. money. Um, so she needed a ride back. So he offered to take her up to LA. Right. So he drove her up um, and apparently he thought if he took her and nothing sexual happened between them, he still loved his wife. So that's some some logic. What? Okay, (laughs) so he's obviously thinking some shady shit then. He's like thinking if I really, really want to fuck my, like leave my wife and my small child, 
this is a test. This is, if I f- have like strong feelings for this woman, and oh, this is like a test in himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ed Kemper did that, and he ended up. So apparently, his they head off. stayed in hotels together, and nothing happened between them. So that uh, that's apparently he's he's better than we thought. Apparently, he apparently. might be lying. Maybe lying. Yeah, tr- men, definitely, men, definitely men trust never him. Do that. <laughs> definitely, what a judgment! Definitely <laughs> trust him when he's like conducting psychological torment. Yeah, exactly. On his wife. <laughs> I mean, like this that. dude is not that trustworthy, is he? Well, this is back in the day when they came home from work and went, "Where's my dinner? Is it on the table?" <laughs> yeah. oh, fucking hell, man! No, it's not. You calm the it. fuck down. You fucking dickhead. sit down, you fucking twat. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I would say. So a, um, you'd be right. Beth and Red apparently arrived in Los Angeles on January 9th. Um, and he drove her to a bus station uh, to check in her luggage. Um, Red, the gentleman he was. He's he not doesn't a gentleman. sound like a gentleman He's a at cunt. all. Uh, didn't want to didn't, didn't leave Elizabeth alone in the neighbourhood. Uh, so she asked him to drive her to the um, Biltmore Hotel where she would meet her sister. This, of course, was uh, a lie. Uh, her sister was in fucking massachusetts okay so she wasn't meeting her sister yeah um so red waited with elizabeth She's in the okay. hotel lobby right and left at apparently 6 30 p.m um elizabeth was walking off down uh, olive street likely on her way to a nearby fucking restaurant house. Or i mean restaurant pub or fucking restaurant i don't know whatever they're called down there uh to get probably to meet men to get dinner <laughs> this sounds like you like, t- I'm yeah. I'm do. I'm meeting loads of men different every time, night. I different go out time, though, to like, get dinner. I mean, I say different mm. time because what happened to this poor fucking was shocking. So hang, no, it just sounds like this dinner is like something that they put out in the press in the forties because they didn't want to say like sex. I'm just going out for dinner with another man, the fifth man this week for dinner. You could imagine be, if someone yeah. was saying that to you. It could be. I'm just going out for dinner with the the seventy fifth man. You'd be thinking what? Yep. So um, well, this was the last time Elizabeth was ever seen alive. Dead as fuck after that. So on the morning of January 15th in 1947, a local resident named Betty, Betty? <laughs> um, More Bersinger discovered a body at approximately 10 a.m. while walking with her three-year-old daughter. I Lo- bet lovely. you that her three-year-old daughter... Is scarred for life. <laughs> yes, because I, I've seen the pictures of this girl. This is shocking, yeah. The naked, so the naked body was found severed yep. in two pieces on a vacant lot uh, on the west side of South Norton Avenue, midway between the Coliseum Street and West 39th Street for anyone who lives I'm, in I'm LA. I'm glad you've said that because I was just trying to pinpoint exactly where it was. people listening from LA that might know that, so That's don't true. be a dick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bersinger uh, initially thought she had found a discarded mannequin. Yeah. Um, when she realised it was a corpse... Fuck. She rushed uh, to a nearby house, apparently, to uh, telephone the popo. I'm not surprised. Have you seen the pictures of what she looked like? Not yet, no. Holy fuck. Do you want me to find one up while you're doing that? No, nah, no. Nah, I'll just look, I'll have a look after because I feel like um, I need to find some good social media. Oh, you shit. can't put her I'm not body put, no. on the social media. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. They joke at her face. You know, like the scar. Don't ruin it. I'm not ruining you're it. You're ruining it. They know. God. Uh, so the body was uh, severely mutilated, um, uh, was completely severed in half at the waist, drained of all blood. What? No blood. Vampires. Um, leaving the skin pale and pallid white, which she's already had quite 
like porcelain-like skin. Apparently medical examiners determined that she'd been dead for around 10 hours prior to the the body's discovery. Really? Um, Leaving it time, the, the time of death either sometime during the evening of January 14th or early morning of January 15th. Jesus Christ. So the body... Um, had apparently been washed by the killer. Uh, the face had been slashed from the corners of the mouth to the ears, yep. Joker style. <laughs> Is that what it said? No, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. Um, creating an effect known as the Glasgow smile, which yeah. I've not heard of before. You never heard of that? No. Oh. So I've been to Scotland. Uh, oh, is that a thing that they did in Scotland? Must well, be. Well, y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. <laughs> So the body had several cuts on the thighs and breasts um, where entire portions of flesh had been sliced away. Oh, yeah. Uh, the lower half of her body was positioned a foot away from the upper. Yeah. And her intestines had been tucked neatly beneath her buttocks. Yes, they have. I'm looking at them now. Um, yeah. <laughs> the body had been positioned in yep. a certain way with hands with her hands overhead. Yeah. Elbows bent at right angles. Yeah. And legs spread apart. Y- yeah. Yes, it does look <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's like, yes, tick, just, yes, tick. So I'm looking at a fucking horror film. What the fuck? Um, so upon the discovery, a crowd of both passerby and reporters, of course, began to gather. The Los Angeles Herald Express reporter... Um, Aggie Underwood would among with among the first people to arrive at the scene, and she apparently took, which is probably what you're looking at right now. Yes, several photos of the um, scene. It's pretty fucking. Go- put it this way: if you're gonna check it out, oh, fuck, it's you lot. You're gonna do it. Yeah, you're you're, gonna you look. already know what she looks. You've already done it. You're gonna look. There's probably people having a wank now. <laughs> God. Probably. There's definitely people out there like the world would do that. So detectives um, found apparently a heel print near the body amid tire tracks because I feel like it was in a parking lot or some kind of like it, vacant parking what lot. It, what it looks like is there's, there's a, she's close to her, like a road, a path, some sort of tarmac concrete sort of thoroughfare mm. and she's just like a foot off so that. So yeah, it says among, it it, although it could be tire tracks from the assailant, I don't know. It could be tire tracks from anybody. Anywhere, yeah. Um, apparently they also discovered a cement sack containing watery blood nearby. Watery blood? Yeah, so like watered down blood. How did they drain her? I don't know. It's fucking well, it's a bit weird. Well, it's, to be fair, if you chop her in half like this, it wouldn't be so that yeah, hard. So, the, yeah, the, prior to the autopsy, police um, had quickly been able to identify the victim of Elizabeth Short because apparently they took fingerprints from the body and sent it via sound photo, which was apparently was like a primitive fax machine in of the era, uh, to... And they pr- they matched to the prints of Elizabeth Short when she was arrested for underage drinking. Oh right! So they, they had her prints for underage drinking. Apparently, she was arrested. Oh, so they took brutal. her under. You know, they they had her prints on file. So they were quite quickly able to, as unlike uh, you know, the Isdal woman, they were very easily able to well, identify her. But it just took them a bit of time. Yeah, but they like couldn't find anything in all the DNA in the database, could they? But there wasn't a database at the time when well, it first happened. Anyway. It's a database of fingerprints <laughs> anyway. So, um, An autopsy of Short's body was performed, of course, on the 16th of ja- uh, January 1947 by a guy called Frederick Newbar. It looked like most of the autopsy had been done before, before he, he yeah. inside. So the Los Angeles 
county's co- county Jesus coroner. Um, new bars autopsy report stated that Short was uh, around five foot five inches tall, weighed about she's about the same size as me, weighed about one hundred and fifteen pounds, and had light blue eyes, brown hair, and badly decayed teeth. Her teeth do look fucked. I thought that was a pro- like a, some sort of product of her horrible death, but apparently that was. Just, just bad teeth. Yeah, bad tooths, man. Jesus Christ, she got fucked up. This girl, did she got fucked? She, yeah. They reported ligature marks on her ankles, wrists, and neck, so she's tied and bound. Oh my, this poor woman. And an irregular laceration with superficial tissue loss on her breast. Yep. Right breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New bar. Also noted. That's what they call superficial. Superficial Hmm. lacerations on the right. What's Superficial compared to being chopped it off. I mean, um, if that was a superficial wound, you went, Tom, I've, I've grazed my right boob. <laughs> it's a superficial wound. And you showed it me. I'd be like, oh, we need to go to hospital now. <laughs> now. About get an ambulance. So, he, like I say, uh, he also noted lacerations on her forearm, left upper arm, and the lower left side of her chest. Uh, Short's body had been cut completely in half by a technique taught in the 1930s called hemicorporectomy. <laughs> Why is there a technique to chop people in half that they mm-hmm. taught people? Hemocorporectomy. It, it doesn't sound like that. I mean, uh, it must be some sort of... Well, it is. It's medical. It must be, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it obviously doesn't get done do now. It in school. This is how you chop a body in half. The lower half of her body had been removed by uh, transcending the lumbar spine between the second and third lumbar vertebrae thus severing the intestines and the... Uh, Someone the knew what they were doing. Jubidum. Somebody knew what they were doing. Yeah. So Newbar's report noted very little bruising along the incision line, suggesting it had been performed after death. Yes, again, is that woman. Is that, yeah. So another gaping laceration measuring 4.2 inches in length ran longitudinally from the umbilicus to the uh, super pubic <laughs> region stop being rude super pubic that's what it says super pubic <laughs> sounds region. like a star constellation or something the super the pubic sta- the super pubic star constellation the lacerations on each side of the face um Gosh, which extended from the corners of her lips were measured at three inches on the right side and of the face and a 2.5 incision on the left. Oh my, I bet I bet they did that to her while she was fully alive. So the skull was, was not fractured, but there was bruising noted on the front and right side of her scalp. Looks like she was shot in the head as well. Where a small amount of bleeding in the um, supergonoid space. <laughs> doing well, you're doing well. Uh, on the right side, consistent with blows to the head. So I'm guessing that means out of the ear. Um, the cause of death was determined to be hemorrh- hemorrhaging Looks from like the lacerations to her face. So that happened oh when she's alive. Oh my God, she died from her face injuries. You uh, honestly don't look at them. And the and the cons- and consistent with the blood, she blows to her head as well. I hope that she was unconscious when they did this because I can. This is horrific. If she died from that. That's apparently that was that was the cause of death, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Tom's freaking me up, man, looking at So Newbar noted that uh, Short's anal canal was dilated and suggested that she may have been raped what? as well. Samples were taken from her body, um, testing for presence of sperm, but no results. Ca- all the results came back negative. What are they going to do in 1947? I mean, that's in the 1940s, exactly. They're just going to go, oh, there's some spunk up her ass. Yeah. Go, oh, who was it? And they go, how the fuck do I know? It's a, from a man. 
So to recap, uh, there was evidence of blunt force trauma on Elizabeth's head. That Check. she may have been raped. Probably. She's in half, I can't tell. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Though these injuries did not kill Elizabeth, um, but told a story of the torturous and slow death she did experience. Y- yeah. It's thought that. that she died when the murderer slashed the corners of her mouth in Joker-style smile to extend, you know, each to each ear. Yes, that's what he's done. So then after death, the extremely complicated procedure that requires separation of the lumbar spine and the space between the second and third lumbar vertebrae was performed. Once she was cut in two and drained of all blood, she was placed in a cooler. What the fuck is going on with this? So this this was not the work of some out-of-control manic wildly hacking away at the victim, was it? No way. Someone who specialised in the... Hemo corpo rectum or whatever I mean, it's called. Cut a body in cut half. Cut a body me. in half of me, yeah. So the guilty man had to be a doctor, mortician, or even a butcher with plenty of experience. Or a crazy person, because if you look well, at no, a body. They've they've, they must have been taught in the ways of doing that. Yeah, to be you fair. Don't, you don't have fucking YouTube videos back then. Yeah, or but to be fair, though, you say it looks like it sounds like they've been taught, but if you wanted to, you could just do this to someone. I suppose I this. I know you could. You, if you look at this, it does not look like no. But the medical. thing is, yeah, but to your look, unmedical eyes. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, but to a medical eye, like that, that's been performed, and to drain how to fucking to know how to drain someone's blood entirely. If you chop them in fucking half and then hang and them upside down, up. um, yeah, get, there's not going to be a lot left <laughs> in them. Especially, I mean, the whole the gate. I mean, this is horrific. It is horrific. Um, so many people. Uh, apparently tried to take credit along the way what for the black dahlia murder um, mental. but like, all were discredited after oh, so people came forward and the coppers went nah yeah <laughs> after, well because also there was an announcement of a reward which of course always brings people to being like yeah it was me i feel like that's such a dumb thing because if you if they think it is you, you're just going to go to prison. You're not going to get the money, are you? That's what I mean. Um, so, and a lot of the, po- the police dismissed a lot of these people as just false. Uh, several of the confessors were charged with obstruction of justice. Um, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Apparently, a total of 750 investigators from the LAPD and other departments worked on the case during its initial stages including 400 sheriff's deputies and 250 California state patrol officers. It sounds excessive, that, but when you... If you this when you see what they did... Well, fucking yeah, hell, that, that did, person's still out there. I don't know if it, it... I think it's, like, singular. I've not... I don't think there was other deaths like it. Um, well, if if it was, uh, like, say, let's say, a serial killer, you'd. N- I think they would be able to... But they'd to be obvious because it's, yeah, like... it's fucking pretty obvious. She looks like it's been chopped up by a train. Um, various locations were searched for potential evidence, including storm drains throughout LA, abandoned structures, uh, various sites along LA's river, but the searches yielded no further evidence um, f- than from the scene. This person was fucking clean about it. It's like a police officer that knew what he was doing. So, like or someone smart, man, who was knows, knew exactly what they were doing. City Councilman Lloyd G. Davis posted a $10,000 reward equivalent today is that it? Oh, okay. of <laughs> a, a, yeah, a fucking $114,000. Still, is that it? Nearly $115,000. Um, that was in... 2019's money so it's close enough Jesus um Christ. and the reward for information leading 
to lead, you know, the police to any her poten- killer, any arrest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to this day, it is still not known who killed Black. That's completely who fucked. Eliz- killed Elizabeth Shaw or what this she was g- come to known as the Black Dahlia. It's completely fucked. What happened to her? It's madness. Fucking cut in half and drained of all blood. That's insane. That's just mad shit. That's like shit you see on fucking Saw or something. Oh, yeah. But in a clean way. Yeah, well, it's, it's crazy. What, what, I mean, yeah, let me just turn that around. That's a picture from a distance, yeah? Oh, imagine. I can see why the, the lady thought she was a mannequin. Like yeah. It, because it's just the way it's been certain laid out. I, for some reason, I imagine that the, the, the bottom half would be further away. <laughs> oh, and it just fuck. went silent. No. Jesus. That is horrific. That's horrendous. Yeah, That's that outright. Horrendous. That, and those are good pictures for, I mean, honestly. That's because I, I they went, you be need to bring the good camera down. You haven't seen anything like well, this. Well, I think it's because also there were, um, there were lots of reporters close enough to take their own pictures. So there's lots of, you know, because usually when you look into these cold cases, the fucking imagery is shit because there's not that much. No, this is, this is a very good. So, okay, this there, that's your superficial injury to your right boob. Well, look, that's yeah, fucking I superficial. I get why they're saying that because it's... They're, superficial they're, compared they to being like chopped in half. The sk- compared to being chopped in half. And it's like, it's only just below the breast, that's isn't it, that the, the, the incision's made. It's on the left, it is. On the right, it looks like it's just. It looks like someone's just bit it, hole. I, it's high. The incision's higher up than I thought. To be fair, they never found the person. That's the most scary thing. And the fact they tucked her fucking tucked her intestines under a bum. When I laugh, when I'm saying this, no, this is like a nervous laughter, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not. Oh my god, I'm not laughing (laughs) because it's funny. I'm laughing because I can't understand it. I'm like, what the fuck? It's it's fucking mad. That's crazy. So that's one. That's one of. LA's Hollywood's mad maddest fucking murders. I reckon like shit like that happen like can happen these days, and, and it's not going to make the news. It's not mad enough. <laughs> it's not crazy that enough. That would fucking make the news, mate. I reckon. Yeah, finding a body that's, I that's been opposite. anatomy in, in like, anatomically fucking dissected. dissected and placed, and that's some work. That's the work of some mad shit. That's quite Jack the Ripper shit, man. Yeah, but is why? that the right guy, Jack yeah. the Ripper, that did all the prostitutes? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and there was there was, but, he, but there was it was like. The the way in which he did it, they were like, what, there's the someone, Ripper? yeah, there's someone yeah, yeah, who yeah. knows of like medical, uh, you know, they were saying, didn't they? It could be a doctor. Yeah, it but could when be was a the Ripper case? In like fucking twelve thirty three or something? No, I, I think mean, it's what? like turn of the century, isn't it? Eighteen seventy, I think. Yeah, I could yeah. just find out, but I can't be asked to write. But yeah, it, it, yeah, I can't be asked to write. I can't be asked to type a few words into Ripper. fucking. Yeah, it, they do Google. think that it, some sort of educated man or, or woman, don't they? That yeah, was potentially yeah. uh, responsible. 1888, something like that, around oh, that okay. time. Okay, so yeah, it turned kind of near near enough turn of the century. Well, it was close enough. Yeah, it was a good guess. Absolutely. Considering well, I didn't know. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, but well, how much do people actually know back then to be able to? I well, mean, they know enough that that you know that certain procedures have been performed by people that know what they're doing. No normal fucking person is going to know how oh, to God how to exactly cut someone in half so, and drain their blood and. And fucking, you know, freaking. What goes through the, people's the, the minds? The face is just oh, and that she di- oh. That's how she died. She died from the the blood loss and the the blunt force trauma to her head. Apparently, the ultimate torture because yeah. like you cut you. But from she's ear bound to and ear. tied and tied up. Cut you from oh. ear to ear. Smack around the head with a bat and wait for you to die from bleeding out. And then pr- pr- from from poss- and then possibly raping her before she dies as well. <sighs> Like that's just horrend horrendous Lock way up your to daughters. go. That well, that, he was right. 
like, you, like he was right to be like, nah, you're not going out at night. Lock you, up what, your you fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But she just got snatched. She's an un- one of the unlucky ones. Or she was uh, going for dinner with her 85th bloke of the well, uh, of yeah. the year. Yeah. And eventually... Well, that's it. She had a book full is, of I, 75 I men. Not many that's, people that's what have I'm, that. I'm, not, I'm not casting aspersions. I don't know. No, but it sounds it just sounds plausible that she could have been got, in the sex working I've got no indus- idea. You know, industry got, back then. It might be completely to make money. proven false. Because she's always seemed... Although, toward the end, it was she didn't seem to do it because she didn't have any money because she's staying on people's couches and like in her friends houses and not p- and the reason these places she could only stay like a month because they would be like well you're not contributing at all so you, you're out man. like it would cause arguments and stuff so she ended up like moving out so but then she met that red dude so might she maybe she just wasn't doing it maybe. for a bit maybe. in the end and that's why she had no money I don't know. But man. then she was like, "Well, fuck it. I'm g- he's taking me to LA. He ain't. He, d- he doesn't want to be with me." When 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 women, when I'm I'm gonna go out and look for some uh, some men to fucking get some money off or get dinner from or whatever. And she just she met the wrong guy. And it seems like that. Back or girl, then, you never know. It could be a woman who did it. Well, it seems like back then that it be if you were what was it the 40s? If you don't get caught doing it and you don't make a stupid mistake. You're getting away with that shit. Of course. That's why, because there's just no there's the evidence. It, like, it's not, like today, it's really easy to find DNA evidence and fucking sperm and all of that shit. Any, you know, like I say, they, they just didn't have any of that. Forensics then, so. has ruined the serial killer glory days. They, they, they yeah, don't yeah, happen yeah. anymore. Like, like when Bundy was peaking, that was a bad. That, after yeah. that, fucking science, science nicked got, it in the bud. Science got too good. I say yeah, nicked it in the bud. But uh, you know, it's it like that fun. dude that got put in prison. You know, from the making murderer for so like that. Fir- that was how he got out of that first Im- stretch of imprisonment, wasn't it? Because yeah. he, was he was done for a something, a rape or something he didn't do, and then because the DNA testing got better. They actually like cleared his name, and then 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 they went back to prison for <laughs> killing someone else. So, it's <laughs> outrageous. That is that poor woman. That's, that's, that's seared in my mind now. That's like well, uh, one of our like RFE guys said earlier. Like he was t- when um, after he'd listened to the Isdal woman. Yeah, uh, they were trying to guess the episode. They were bored and uh, for today. And they oh, were, right. and they he talked about the Isdal woman one said I thought about that for a solid week afterwards. Really? So I was like, well, Good. fucking hell, are you going to think about this one because this one's worse. I feel like this one's worse. This one's worse. Like although that was mad, I mean, she got burnt. Well, the, it's that woman. It's kind of like she also had a like stomach full of fucking sleeping pills. Yeah, it's so kinda, it's, it's likely that, that she didn't like feel very much of what was going on. This poor woman. Maybe, but it's kind of like that. It's, it seems to be that she was killed for. Um, what she knew or what she was doing, i.e., being a spy. What maybe she wasn't, uh, and that comes with the territory. And you're like, okay, well, you know, if you're going to be a spy for the Soviet Union in Norway, and someone gets hold of you, that might happen, and you fully accept that. Mm. But just a random, p- a normal person living their life, and then that happening to them, Ugh. it's even, it's easy, it's worse. It's t- it's just awful. It's terrible. Like I think I, I was, lo- was like searching the other day for like, what can I do? What can I do? And I. F- but I don't know, typed in murders and <laughs> something came up, Hollywood murders. And I saw this and I saw, all I saw was woman dissected in half, drained of all blood. And that was it, I was sold. <laughs> so Jesus. That's it. Sold, I'm, I'm, I want to know more about that. If I wake up dead, you know who did it. <laughs> yeah, c- cut in half perfectly with a scalpel. Outrageous. Then, yeah, outrageous. So anyway, that's the episode, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that one. Yeah, got a bit scary at the end. But a bit scary <laughs> at the end. Like it started out just with a bit of like fucking mad murder shit. 
of serial killer. Chopping a woman in so half bit, and giving so her we've the So we've gone a bit of serial killer. We went a bit of fucking gang-related death, murder, kill. And then we went fucking badass. Full on, let's chicky, chop them Full up. on, let's sh- chop, chop them off and cut their face in you half. You said badass? Bad, <laughs> bad ass in that is really bad. <laughs> Not badass because it's good. Um, so outrageous. Just going to quickly run down some social bits. Oh, yes, yeah, social media. Round out the end. Uh, so that. we've got this week's uh, super tagger. Oh, yes. Um, and she's actually a brilliant tagger. She's very, very appreciated. And that's Karen Powell. <gasps> Karen. So we're going to send you some stickers and some goodies. Yes. And thank then, you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, so this episode, of course, as we always is now, is brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. The bad motherfuckers badass, of El Yucateco. Badass fucking King of Flavor since 1968, I'll have you know. Yeah, and is that right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> do, do, I mean, come on. Hashtag King of Flavor. And um, they have seven amazing flavors of hot sauce. Ranging from mild to spicy, extra spicy, extra picante that um, you can enter some of our competitions. We do sometimes do the five flavours in those competitions. Flash giveaways. Flash giveaways. Probably so do one of them next week. You never know. Always keep an eye on our Instagram if you're inter- and Facebook if you're interested in winning stuff. But then also you can go to any US grocery store. You can go on Amazon and you can also go to Mex Grocer if you're in the UK to purchase the shit out of El Yucateco. <laughs> uh, the sauce um, is amazing. You don't want to It's the bollocks, man. It's like, as simple as that. It's the we, bollocks. We, like, we started a new bottle, didn't we? Look, it's not like... We're, it's not like we're like, yeah, man, let's just, let's just yeah, lick it out the drawer. Cause <laughs> I, I, re- I wanted some, yeah. I was like, fuck it. Let's lick it out the drawer. We'll buy another one. Um, and also Retro Vague uh, is our second sponsor who oh, get my hat on right has now. some amazing and this they, they've dropped they drop new stuff quite regularly as well. So yeah. there's like I say we said earlier, there's uh this cool it fucking mad fucking Pennywise, Pennywise old school Pennywise, Pennywise t shirt available along with many others um in the retro eighties film style. Um and cups, all sorts of lovely stuff. So go there's on over go on over there to um at the retro vague get, uh, on get, instagram and also if at retro vague dot no so retro dot com uh yeah well we've got an affiliate link oh, so yeah, yeah. check out our bio in instagram or just on the p- any post we actually add the link to the post in facebook because it allows you to do that on facebook not instagram for some annoying reason um yeah. and you s- you use code robots yeah. at checkout if you do buy anything because you'll get 10 percent off. off your loot yep and uh, yeah, just follow all the peoples on their social medias. Yeah, get us on all our in- our like social media shit. You know what that is. You can find it. It's not hard. You figure not it out. You yeah, know, I the mean, it works by now. I think to be fair, most people do. Who are going to do it? Thirteen episodes in plus, yeah. <laughs> probably figured it out by now. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what we got for today. Wicked. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for the listens. And we will see you. Well, hopefully I'll do an apocalypse cast. We've just been slightly delayed through being busy or whatever. Uh, hopefully we'll get yes. done when we rob on so Sunday and that'll be dropped probably next week some point. Yep. Um, so, yeah, man, take it easy and we'll see you all next week. Bye. <laughs>